Back to the podcast, Minds, Josh. Another one for us. How are you feeling tonight? I'm doing all right, you know. How about yourself? I'm uh, I'm doing well. It's a uh, first full day of spring today. Yeah, well, yes, no, that was Monday. <laughs> that was the first. I thought yesterday. I thought yesterday was the first day of spring, and then no, today was the twenty. Let's do a third day of spring. Would you say spring is sprung now, or are you still holding it back on us? I don't know. It's only my third day out here. I don't know. Uh, okay, no, we're we're shutting this whole thing down. Oh God. That was, I think, officially the fastest cold open in the West. You know, I run a I run a tight ship over here. You know, no more no more horsing around. Yeah, this episode is going to be twenty minutes long, folks. We are going to get through the data here. Uh-huh. No, welcome in everybody to episode seventy of the Long Relief Podcast. I am your host Jordan Wolf. That is my esteemed co-host. I used to give you like big flowery introductions. No, usually my... it was just other guy. You would call yourself like re- world renowned, and then it'd be like, and Josh. <laughs> um, 70 for me, easy Disney Channel growing up. That was yeah. The easiest. That was. Sounds yeah, right. Pound for pound might have been my number one TV station as a kid. That's your 1 1? As in terms of the one, not in terms, not in terms of best, in terms of the one I watched the most. Although ESPN is kind of, I'm a, uh, well, well, let's just keep it to like actual kids programming. I mean, Network, Nickelodeon. I, I mean, Disney Channel undefeated. Don't in, say Boomerang. In, oh, I love Boomerang. Uh, Disney Channel undefeated in live action content. Definitely. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, they couldn't. Uh, the other networks could never capture that lightning in the bottle, even though they had things like destroy, build, destroy, that literally almost bankrupted Cartoon Network. <laughs> what about a hole in the wall? Hole in the wall was great, but then one of my roommates, a friend of the pod, Zach, tried playing it in real life, and I never was a fan of the show after that. <laughs> oh God! Now, do we have any? Football players wore 70, maybe like a. I didn't know. Nobody in football has ever worn it for like more than like four years. I didn't recognize anyone's name. I've got Tyler Lyons <laughs> who wore it for seven years. A lot of them with the Cardinals. He didn't play very often for the Cardinals. Uh, for last year, I've got Packy Naughton who is not good and should not have played as much as he did for the Cardinals. But I remember Packy Naughton's name because he was the last card. In MLB The Show 20 that I needed to get to have the complete set in order to get the 99 overall Chipper Jones. And good Lord, since he was a September call-up, it took me so many packs to buy that car. I think I spent like 2,000 stubs on the marketplace eventually for like a 58 overall player that was worth no more than 25 stubs. But I was I was determined, Jordan. And that's all I'll always remember, Packy Naughton. I mostly remember him because he has a funny name. I mostly remember him, too, because he's a bad pitcher, and he's on my team, unfortunately. Also true. Uh, Nemanja Bialica wore 70 for 11 games, it looks like he played for on the Heat. 11 games, yeah, okay. Uh, Oh, I guess in 2020, Jazz Chisholm wore 70. That doesn't count. When guys wear it temporarily, and then I don't think that counts. 
So, okay. The longest number 70 in MLB history is George Contos, who worked for eight years. I, I vaguely remember that name. He was on the Yankees in 11 and 18 and the Giants during the from 12 to 17. Then the Pirates and then the uh, the Cleveland Redacteds, since they're no longer that name anymore. Okay. Fair enough. Um, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. We got March Madness. We are in the thick of it. The middle, well, the back half of March now, I guess, but the middle of the tournament. Um, contrary to popular belief, Arkansas did not win the title. I know you saw Eric Musselman jump up on the table, jump around as if he was holding some sort of trophy or something. He wasn't. He simply advanced to the Sweet 16. So Tears we'll in the tunnel. Tears yeah. for a Sweet 16. We're, we'll get, we'll get into all that. Sweet 16. Uh, not even your first. We'll get into those matchups. We'll get into some coaching carousel, although that is still winding round and round as the days go on. A little NFL free agency as well. And uh, how about some NBA? But first, I think the thing on everything, everybody's mind, rather, this week, Shohei Otani is officially the best player in the world. He wasn't already? No, he was. Uh <laughs> But I think it's – I don't think there's any debate to be had. And I think before we – I think anybody who knew baseball, who knew what they were talking about, knew it was Otani. But I think there are a lot of people out there who maybe – weirdly – I don't want to say that Otani's like blowing up right now because he's already blown up. But like I feel like now he's officially cemented himself as a superstar extraordinaire. Am he, I wrong? Won an, I, he won an MVP and was on the cover of a video game. That's uh, well, as tall as the mountaintop you can get. Okay, well, Jazz Chisholm is on the cover of a video game now. So he is nowhere near a household name. He is not a driveway name. He is but not a saying, down the street at the stop sign name. I'm I'm saying that, uh, he did that all in one year. He was a he was a household name, instant sensation. Oh, I, I don't sensation. Dis- That's how fast of a household name he became. Oh, I don't, I don't. Disagree. The Beatles on Ed Sullivan. Everyone knew who Shohei Otani was at the end of that first season. But I think this is now the final. I think he's become the LeBron of baseball now. That's a, I, I, I hate that I made that analogy, but before it's like, oh yeah, Otani's good. You know, people before would be like, oh Trout's good, or like whatever. Aaron Judge, like you know how people would normally talk. I'm talking more casuals here. Yeah, I think casuals now know it. Real baseball fans know it. Mike Trout probably knows it. Shohei Otani is the best player, and I and I said he's the best player alive. I didn't specify sport. I think he might be the best athlete alive right now. Am I wrong? I'd have to think about that. There's because NBA, it's you. You could argue Jokic, Giannis, probably not Embiid. Football, I don't even know Mahomes, but like you could argue. Probably like somebody else. Uh, Kyler Murray, other sports. I mean, there's no athlete. dominant tennis or golfer in their prime right now. No, they're all kind of like Serena is obviously still really good, but she's not at her peak. Oh yeah, yeah. Is Shohei Otani the number one athlete right now in the world? I'd have to think about it, but I don't hate it. Uh, I can't wait for somebody to reply with like a CS:GO player or something, or like a. Oh, you're not. Song. You're not taking a Cloud Nine Fudge. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the USA a little bit here because we lost, but it was still an amazing run. I don't want to call it a season because it was two, two weeks. 
The World Baseball Classic only lasted, it felt like a lot longer. It felt like a lot longer. Uh, Trey Turner, boy, he is just Captain America, huh? U.S. Trey, man, he he's made me even more worried about the Phillies than I already was. I'll tell you, hey, little teaser, everybody. Next week, early in the week, probably Monday or Tuesday, we'll see. Uh, MLB preview episode coming at you. A little teaser. I think the Phillies have a strong chance to win it all. No. But I think the reigning pennant champions in the NL, no. They have a big chance to blow it too. But uh, no, Uh, Trey Turner is. I I placed a bet on him to hit Homer in the final, and he was like seventh in odds on the USA. And I'm like, what? Yeah, same. How is he not? How is he not minus money? (laughs) I was like, this is the most free money I've ever seen. This is an 18 and Kyle Schwarber. I was on fire last night. Same thing. I also bet on Schwarber. I bet on Otani to Homer, so that was a bit of a letdown. I did as well. I also bet on Newt Bar. What the hell? Let's talk. Let, let's talk about uh, that Kyle Schwarber at bat, though. How do you see those as a pitcher? You see those four foul balls he hit that went to like fucking Orlando from Miami, and you think I'm gonna keep pitching to this guy? I think I I think I can get him. How, how do you not see like the first two and you're like, yeah, I walk. He's getting walked. No more. No, he's getting walked. He yeah, was destined I, to hit that ball 500 feet. <laughs> To make a reference that I know you'll mostly get, and hopefully some other people out there will get, in Mario Baseball, Bowser, if you pitch to him, it's roughly 50-50 at any time that he'll just hit a homer. And if you leave a pitch, that's what it felt like watching Schwarber in the previous games at time. Really, just every time I watch him play, because he's – I have – everybody has these guys in different sports and stuff. He's maybe my number one guy that whenever I am watching a game he's in, he goes off. I, I swear to God, every time I watch him, he hits a home run. Yeah. I shit I don't, you not. I don't watch a ton of game. I mean, he's been on several teams. But, like, any time in the postseason last year that I flipped on the Phillies, Schwarber was going deep. When he was on Boston and was playing first base, that was kind of fun. That was kind of weird. It was weird. <laughs> and he was not – I don't want to say out of baseball, but he was at one point they were like, wow, you suck. Well, he got he had that bad injury at the beginning yeah. of uh, 2016. Yeah, but, but awesome, kinda... to, awesome to see him thriving. Bobby Witt got in the game. Didn't yeah, really... I saw that. I was like, where's Vinny? Uh, he, well, he played for Italy. No. Uh, but Bob got in in a total MLB The Show moment where you're like, oh, here we go, pinch runner. I got my star. The guy I've been saving to pinch run in a big spot and then immediate double play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that sucks. But, hey, I mean, one would think in another three years he'll be back. How do you think Mark DeRosa did as a manager? I don't know how much can a how much can a manager of the World Baseball Classic really do? Obviously, why do you think his pitching decisions went? I don't think he. How much did he have to work with? He was trying to plug holes in the boat. He wasn't necessarily trying to get it to float. <laughs> uh, I mean, like you, like people say a lot, me included, sometimes that like a baseball manager. I, I would argue out of the three major sports, baseball, the coaches do the least. Or they make the least difference? No, because they wear the jersey. <laughs> so they so make the any, most of it. So at any given moment, they could get in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, it's 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 kind of bogus. That imagine I'm, imagine if an NFL coach got ejected as often as a baseball manager did. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that's a good point. Baseball managers are also the only ones who get ejected on on the regular, and an NBA the- coach occasionally. Yeah. But no, uh, it's it's awesome. <laughs> 
it's kind of bullshit that most a lot of baseball managers nowadays don't even wear the uniforms. They, well, they probably do Top underneath out. it, but they'll normally wear a hoodie or like a Top quarter out. suit. They wear like a what'd you say? It's a cop out. I want. Oh. I, I need it. I need it. I thought you said lockout. As no. if you going for a lockout over that. I want. I. I think it should, I've said it before. I'll say it again. It should be in every sport. Give me Greg Popovich in the in a full kit, uh, yeah. shoes included on the sideline. When they wear those like uh, teal and pink ones, yes. Greg Popovich over there. Got him in a sleeve with a headband. I don't need Andy Reid in pads, but I need him in a jersey and right. Capri, and the Capri pants. Oh no, he can he, pads, but like a kicker's pads. Okay, they're mostly I'll just for it. show. They're mostly just for show. Like, hey, you don't need to cover your mouth anymore when you're talking because you have a face mask in the way, and the play sheet is on your visor. What if I think the coach? Awesome. What if every coach had to? take one snap at quarterback or throw one pitch or take one shot. I think, I think Tom Coughlin would not have made it as many seasons as he did, <laughs> as he did. Pick, pick, uh, dear listener, close your eyes, uh, hit the ass in game. Uh, picture the Dallas Cowboys final play of this season with Ezekiel Elliott at running back, right? As he gets blown up on the snap. Now put Bill Belichick in there as, as Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> hey, why didn't you say uh, Mike McCarthy? Because he, he would have broke. He, he would have broke free. He would have blocked him. Well, you know, he he, he would have broke free. He would have found a scene. All right, fine. Put the the Pat McAfee weird Colts, yeah, fake punt, not fake punt thing. Uh, comfortably the worst play of all time. Comfortably the worst play of all time. But now picture if if it was uh Brian Dable. <laughs> I don't think it'd go well for anybody. <laughs> uh, one, not really one more thing. I have multiple things here, but do the Angels have more pressure now than ever because that spotlight has been so shined so brightly on how good their guys are? I loved it when people uh, when people were like, "Wow, if you're just a casual baseball fan and you watched this game." And you decide, hey, I'm going to go out and check out an Angels game this year. And you just discovered that they are the worst team in baseball, despite having the two best players on the planet. And you just have to sit there and wonder, why am I here in August watching a 52 and 75 team? Why are they not traded yet? <laughs> I wonder what Japanese fans think. Because what the hell do they think of the Angels? Because they're in the biggest city, so it's not even like, oh, he's in a, he's oh, he's on a shitty team. They have other star players. Their ballpark's beautiful. Player. They, they have other good players, but <laughs> I don't. I anyway. Uh, uh, I, I to, to quote Lars Newtbar, he did say that Otani's like a god in Japan right now. Or excuse me, uh, excuse me. I was I got my talking points mixed up. Yuta Watanabe of the Brooklyn Nets said that Shohei is like a god in Japan right now. I'm hoping the Japanese fans will say, "Hey." reconnect Shohei with Lars Newbar, send him to St. Louis. I hope that's, I hope that's the home field pressure uh, that's going to be pushing Otani to St. Louis. No, unfortunately, Shohei said that the best moments of his career happened at the World Baseball Classic in Miami, and so he is going to be a Miami Marlins. No. They are going to give him a 14-year, $686 million contract. When that happens, you can write me. Hate mail? Yes. Uh, why is the basketball World Cup so shitty? Because soccer is the World Cup. Baseball is the World Baseball Classic. They have a basketball World Cup. It sucks ass. And even in the Olympics basketball, it's 
it doesn't compare. I feel like it's going to get better because other countries are catching up to the U.S. It's not just, you know, a, true a waste of time anymore for anyone to play the U.S. Except Spain. Yeah. But, but like, it's getting getting a lot better for a lot of countries now. Yeah. So I think I think it will get to a point where it's good because the World Baseball Classic is good because there is parity. Like you have four legitimate contenders. World Cup, you have a, a lot more legitimate contenders. But in basketball, for a very long period, you just only have one contender. But like the Basketball World Cup, a lot of the times it's like the best player would be like Tyrese Halliburton. And like not even like Luca wouldn't play. Like a lot of these guys wouldn't play. Mm-hmm. It's not like an under-21 team because they – randomly have like a mecca okafor at age yeah. 38 so i guess it's probably just guys don't want to participate but adam silver wants to make an in-season tournament figure that out figure out a way to make a world cup in season I, I was also trying to brainstorm a way of making a football world cup no but then i decided what would what about a state cup okay yeah. Pure, at, let's let's purely hypothetical because this would never happen for injury reasons because guys teams wouldn't let their guys play in this. Yeah. Imagine if obviously not every state is going to have enough guys to make it. You'd have qualifiers or whatever. Whatever the top like I don't know sixteen states are for pool play of four teams, and then you it's like an eight team tournament. Imagine yep. you'd have like Texas versus Florida and Georgia versus Alabama in the semis. You have a let's say like California goes on a run because they have like. I don't know who a billion people that live there. So, <laughs> well, where's Josh Allen from? Is he actually from Wyoming or mm. we would, you would have like, it would be almost like NCAA Cinderella's where you'd have like one really good guy. From California. On the team. Like Mahomes is from Texas. So that would be unfortunate. The Texas I don't think probably. Kansas would have a shot, Jordan. So don't worry. I don't, I cannot tell. I don't know a single NFL player from the state of Kansas. There's probably at least one Gail Sayers, but, uh, Missed, missed his prime just a little bit. If we're going to based on high school recruiting classes, then like Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, those southern states. Yeah. Florida. I mean, you may, who knows, maybe like Pennsylvania or something. But uh, any more thoughts on the World Baseball Classic, Josh? Uh, it was awesome. I'm very happy with we, uh, how it was. It was a fun tournament. My wish list for 2026, we got to get more USA pitchers in the mix. And I know yes. it's, probably, it's, it's mostly just because it's fair. Teams like if you're Jacob deGrom and you have injury concerns. Yeah, absolutely. Like the Rangers are not. Well, I just but don't even, want to end up in a situation where Merrill Kelly is our championship starter again. Real Jeremy Guthrie starting game seven of the yep. World Series for the Royals energy. It's like, do I love Adam Wainwright? Yes, I do. It should have been. Did I want not, him in the semifinal? Did I want forty-one-year-old Adam Wainwright starting? I would have maybe started him. But Michael is out there. Yeah. How did we not get like Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns? Yeah. Well, according to the Brewers, Cor- Corbin Burns isn't even that good. So. Evan uh, Williams stuff was nasty last night, though. I will say that. Oh, I mean, we have good pitchers. Just they don't. We don't have enough. Yeah, we just don't I saw that. a graphic. I think I mentioned it on last week's episode. I saw some graphic of like it's, there are several. It's not that we don't have any. There are several American pitchers who were not pitching. Oh yeah. Uh, I guess if that's all on World Baseball Classic, we can slide now to the other, the secondary tournament going on in March that uh, people maybe you've heard talking about it, the NCAA tournament. 
All right, this is this is it. If if this is it, KU sad hours. Uh, let's let it all out. Turn on the sad music. I'm not gonna play sad music because that might make me actually cry. <laughs> what the fuck happened, dude? Well, I know that we didn't have Bill Self, so it just really felt like a just we a lost season. Quick, just some quick shots, real quick. Arkansas better than an eight seed. Fuck yeah. you, committee. That that's just an undeniable fact. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry we don't get to play FAU as our 8-9 winner, you know. Um, Bill Self, he's probably good for two or three points. So his impact, him not being there, is huge. He's Hold probably on, good for two or three points because he, he, he won't be – he wouldn't have been post-game being like, we had Grady Dick on this team. Oh, my God, I forgot. <laughs> like, yeah, like, great – only the best of a bad situation. I'm Brady, not like, Brady did the biggest disappearing act since fucking Harry Houdini, man. Yeah, man. But I mean, you can credit the Arkansas defense for that too. No, I, I'm not. I, I don't. I don't think. I, th- I think Arkansas is a great team. I think Eric Musselman is the one, probably the biggest loser left in the tournament. Bozo Out. of the week. Oh, we've got like four bozos of the week, Jordan. It's been a crazy week, but we'll get there. Um. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I mean, this season, I, I, I think I said last week, I thought the ceiling was a sweet 16. I'm not with the draw that the that Kansas guy, because it was a very tough bracket. I mean, I think it's pretty much all minus Kansas, the favorite, the higher seeds left in that part of the bracket. Like there, yeah, was, no, was, there, kind of, there was no crazy upset in that bracket because it was just such a good bracket. <laughs> it was kind of bullshit that we got Arkansas or Illinois both of whom have great coaches, power conference programs. It's funny that you mentioned FAU because they played fairly Dickinson. <laughs> so you said, oh, we didn't get that matchup. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And they, and they almost lost. Yeah. Yeah, uh, fairly Dickinson. We'll get to them in a second. But a lot. my biggest thought on KU, I mean, this feels to me in a weird way, like a, it's like a mix of the 2020 season and the one right after it. Where it's like it's not quite the 2020 season, like what could have been, but it's also yeah. like, ah, uh, like this just didn't really feel like we got a good go at it. Yeah, you know, like this didn't feel like this really got its the proper. I don't know how to express and, what I'm trying yeah. to say, but and we are going to completely wash our hands of this mess because fucking we're returning negative three players. It seems like <laughs> four players are coming back to KU next year at this moment. You can it seems. always pull their name out of the transfer portal. First off, Jordan, Zach Clements can't. Nope. He, he signed an irrevocable. Yeah, waiver. No, nope. yeah he can't. He can't. Yeah. Everyone except him. Sorry, uh, Zach, if you're listening to this. Uh, sorry. I'm not. <laughs> no take backs. No take backs. After, after you uh, blew the spread against uh, Howard <laughs> as your final act as a Jayhawk, despite me. And airballing that three as your final shot as a Jayhawk. No, that's not true. He played in the second round, but I didn't acknowledge those minutes. Um, no, and he's gonna have a great career. At, oh, he's at, gonna be at, a, he's gonna be a great Wisconsin Badger. Don't get me wrong. No, I was gonna say more like Kent State <laughs> or maybe Arkansas Pine Bluff. He'll be a, awesome. He, he he will have a he will have Jack, a. Uh, excuse me, uh, Jordan. You know he's going to Oklahoma and he's going to bang five threes against us next season. He's going to be he's going to take Tanner Grove's spot, and you already know it. <laughs> if there is going to be any, if there's a cruel twist of the knife here, that that'll be what it is. But I don't know for some reason I just see him in, in my mind at George Mason or something. Ooh, some, somewhere somewhere. Although I guess they just lost uh, 
Kim English. Vermont Catamount. I could see it. I could see it. Although was I he already had... anyway? Yeah, I don't know. The transfer portal is going to be all we gotta get Yasufu back. He hasn't entered yet. Mm. I we gotta keep somebody. We can't get nine new guys in. Yeah. We can't, we cannot bring in we're also Duong. on a scholarship. We're also on a self-imposed scholarship restriction next season. Dewan will carry us, and then we have it's really Dewan and the Bigs. It's Dewan, KJ, Zuby, and Ernie. Yeah, and maybe yes, if Ernie Johnson. I wish, yeah. and maybe Grady Dick. No, <laughs> but also not. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I think there's a 60-40 chance Kevin McCuller comes back. I think it would logically make sense for him to come back, but I th- it seems like he's done. And also don't forget that they do have four guys coming in next season, especially with huge with Marcus Adams Jr. reclassifying to this uh, this recruiting class. We have yeah, you can't rely on freshmen, especially with Bill. I Self. know. Well, in college, in college basketball, you kind of can. And Bill let me Self tell you, will fucking play Wilder Evers before he plays any of those freshmen. And I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Well, uh, El Marco is going to be a dog. El Marco is going to be a El Marco because he has the chance to be a day one starter, day one difference maker. This Marcus, I guess Bill, he wouldn't have reclassified Marcus Adams if Bill wasn't like, come on, brother. If, if Bill wasn't like, holy shit, we're losing everyone. Hey, you want to you want to graduate early? <laughs> so, I mean, if you can go out and get, but even then, that's one, if maybe two, if you keep Yasufu guards with any experience. Yeah, you gotta get. I thought Yesu was gonna transfer over uh, them before Bobby transferred. I, I won't. I won't lie about that. I I, I hate yes. I don't hate Yesu. I I, I, I really don't like watching Yesu play. But I I would take him back as like a spark plug six man just just to have some semblance of because if Dewan is out, then at any given moment you have a ball handler who's in their first season. That scares me. Hey, you want to say you can't? Some, hey, unless, hey, hey, hey! You were talking about that twenty twenty team. What could have been? Yada yada. Devon Dotson was only a second year ball handler. And his first in first year, Devon Dotson's I, I I had full trust in. Yeah, but I mean, if we could get, I don't know. It, we got to get somebody in the transfer portal. Oh, yeah. No shit. Which I don't like somebody like Bill's uh, record in the transfer portal so far is either home run or swing to miss. It's iffy. He's Adam Dunn. It's he's he's he's, he's figuring it out still. Well, like Kev, Kev was just right place, right situation. Great, great get. Remy Martin. That took some time. That was getting shaky for a bit. Um, Jalen Coleman lands. Yeah, okay. Isaiah he Moss. Did what he was expected to. Isaiah Moss. Um, Diedrich. Diedrich. That was just a phenomenal player on shitty team. Cage. Cage. <laughs> Chuck. Who? Charlie Moore. So yeah, he's. <laughs> Charlie Moore, friend of the program. Also, Bill Self can put together a greatest hits album, but his discography is weak. It's all over the place. Bill Self in the transfer portal is Drake. No, that's no, that's no. He says not. He doesn't have that classic album, but he's got a bunch of hits. This is a horrible comparison. Terrible. Uh, we've we've talked about KU too much for us to not be especially let's talk about other action about the other matchups here how about a uh, credit to us for Furman okay yeah sure but not credit to us for Drake fortunately let me down Uh, those were I would our two biggest swings I mean one one hit one did not I feel like that's a 
That's a decent clip. I'll take or, it. Yeah, Oral Roberts was a big swing for me too, and that unfortunately didn't pan out. Uh, let's talk uh, big upsets though. Princeton. Yes, that was awesome. That was really awesome. Um, but we're let's get to the real meat here. First bozo of the week, all of Purdue. Yeah. Edie, we're not taking a single shot. For like seven minutes against the shortest team in the nation. Um, Matt Painter. Matt Painter for just – they legitimately have a shot here of being the first school that's lost to every single seed. I think they're only missing like 12 and 14. Oh, I think in like maybe like – nine or something like there's a couple i I remember seeing the graph and it's very realistic the only thing that is hard for it is like i think there's maybe like a six which means they would have to be like an 11 which yeah i mean they're clearly not that good so hopefully we stop fucking ranking them high (laughs) at what point do we start treating them like we treat almost a mid-major i know they're from the big 10 but like you look at their record it's like well yeah you suck ass we're not gonna give you a one seed well, the Big Ten is just too many damn schools. We need to, we need we need to uh, like monopoly break apart the Big Ten. There's too many. You cannot have double like the amount of teams in your conference number. Yeah, well, there are there were like sixteen, eighteen, something like that. Something stupid. I do not agree with conferences having conferences within within them. I hate that. The Big Twelve is perfect. You play everybody at home and on the road. It's fair. It's parody. It's not anymore. Not anymore. I know, and I'm mad about it because it's perfect. Yeah, I agree. I, it is nice knowing, like, if you lose to Okie State, it's like, oh, we got them at home. You know? Yeah. Uh, it'll be cool. I, 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 I wish. Are they going to do it in a way where, like, KU always plays K State twice, and probably? I mean, they probably. I mean, it's the same way like Alabama always plays Auburn. In football, they always I just sure. don't want to play at UCF. I just, no, or BYU. Why are they in the fucking Big 12? I don't get it. Is it, is I it don't too get late it. to take that one back? Like, the ink's probably still dry. We can probably white out. Go to Colorado. Colorado would have been so cool. We would have lost. Dion! Dion! And Lawrence, Kansas! Pre-Dion. That was pre-Dion. No, but he would be here now if Colorado I know, but I'm saying the deal was made pre-Dion. I, that's why I'm saying now we can say UCF. Sorry, you guys. Like UCF isn't even good at football USA anymore. It would be cool to get Dion at fucking Rudy's Pizzeria on Mass. Tell yeah. me not. True or false? Fact or fiction? Dion at Logies. Uh, fact. Fact or fiction? Clay Thompson on fourth floor self. Uh, I'm holding up four fingers like you did the other night, which is so lame. That's another bozo of the week. Uh, yeah, that, that's a, that's a mini bozo of the week. Yeah. <laughs> It's like you guys, you can't just keep playing the hits like that. You got to come up with something new. <laughs> how about how about Fairly Dickinson though? We talked, we said we mentioned Purdue, but how about Fairly Dickinson? Uh, it, it's crazy that there's now been two 16 seeds that have beaten a one in the past five years, and neither game did I ever feel the one seed had control ever. No, no, no. I mean. The point has been made a thousand times over that they were the smallest team. Purdue was the biggest team, which, first of all, douchey of the ter- of the committee to schedule that. Well, that was the play-in. The FDU had a play-in game. Remember, the, this was the team that lost to Merrimack in their conference tournament final. No, I they know. They've been here. I know. So, but like, I they, had, put a... they had to play, uh, what was it, Texas Corpus Christi? No, Southern. they had to play Texas Southern. So it's just like they, you know, they the committee didn't do that on purpose. They probably I thought put they'd them on, lose I, the first I mean, 
I, and they knew they would have gone on to play Purdue. I would have put them against Houston or something. I don't know. Maybe we're a little more fair. You ask me. Yeah. I guess, it, hey, what do I know? Because they won, <laughs> which was just unbelievable. It really was just a pure, I don't want to say luck, but like a, there's a hundred ways that game could have gone. This was the Doctor Strange style. I saw one million variations of this game. This was the only one where we won. And that's, it's what, like, that's what the coach said right, right before he signed yeah. the new contract. <laughs> I guess he did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's a com- uh, Agree. In a way, it's a bigger upset than UMBC, but absolutely UMBC, it's a bigger upset. But UMBC was one the first one, which I know only makes it feel bigger. But they beat them by like 30. 20. 20. Fairly Dickinson was close down to the wire. Yeah, but this this is this is the largest point spread upset uh in NCAA tournament history, beating finally, unfortunately, dethroning Norfolk State over. Uh, Mizzou. This was a 23 point dog that ended up winning. Damn. That's insane. That's never going to happen again. Damn. Oh, you mentioned Princeton. We should laugh at the fact that they beat Mizzou. Yeah. And just get, crushed them. Mizzou had the, they played, them. They played Princeton for a chance to go to the Sweet 16, which even if you lose after that, I think Sweet 16, no matter what, That's fine. is it's a successful season. season. Yeah. No matter who you are, I think. If you lose in the Sweet 16, it's you know, maybe if you're a top, if you're a one or two seed, it's underwhelming, but it's not a, it's not a bad year. No, it's not. Not, not Versus not losing to Princeton? Ugh. Brother. Mizzou, Mizzou just loves losing the 15 seeds, man. They just can't get enough of it. Yeah. Um, let's, we can talk about uh, their matchup here against Creighton. I'm, my, my lock it in, I'm all in. I'm a Blue Jay for the rest of the tourney, man. What? I I'm all in on Creighton. I said Creighton and UConn are like my sleepers. I'm all in on Creighton, man. All right. Well, let's let's go through these matchups one by one. We'll start in that region. We'll start Creighton versus Princeton. I agree. It'd be cool if Princeton could win, but I feel like with a full week of prep, Creighton will take down Princeton. Yep. Greg McDermott, they'll be able to come. You know, those Princeton players are still studying. I I don't think the Creighton players are. (laughs) That's true. Uh Yeah, they'll be up too late doing all their damn homework. Yeah. They'll be playing the winner of San Diego State and Alabama, which, boy, the table is set for Alabama. The table is set. They've, they avoided having to play Arizona. They avoided Baylor, Virginia. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, San Diego State, they're no slouch, but they're from the Mountain West, which is a fraudulent conference. So. <laughs> we'll, we'll go with Bama and Creighton, I think. Absolutely. Those are picks, and then. I like give me Creighton to the final four. I think Bama is destined to make. I think Bama can lose to good teams, but I think they'll steamroll anybody they play here. Okay. Although if Princeton beats if Princeton beats Creighton, Princeton will win and go to the final four. Yes. (laughs) If I if I had my choice to root for one team remaining, it's Princeton. (laughs) We'll go down to the bottom left here now. FAU is taking on Tennessee. FAU is not bad. They're a fun-looking team to watch. Uh, they sh- probably shouldn't have won their first-round game. They shouldn't have. And I'm going to move on to my second bozo of the week. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. The roster's not loading. I forgot his name because he's a bozo. I didn't want to learn it. The FAU oh, coach. my God, FAU. I'm not turning off my ad blocker for you. Their coach? Absolutely not. No, uh, Elijah Martin for his Bush League spinning dunk 
that he missed, mind you, he missed off the back iron, trying to stunt on a 16 seed that they struggled against. Dick move. Dick move, to quote Bill Self. I, I watched that. I was like, wow, way to make yourself the least liked high seed left in the tournament. Congrats. High seed, there are nine. But that's a, oh, that's uh, a you know, yeah that's a high seed for the sweet 16. Well no I was I was thinking of it in the other way around. Uh Yeah yeah. Do they I don't Tennessee will beat them, right? Oh they should, especially after a week of rest. Rick Barnes a full prep. Yeah, I don't know. I'll take we'll take Tennessee and then boy, this might this is the first game. This is coming out uh tonight. Oh, this is the first game. Wow, that's a good first game. Not, this is not coming out tonight. This is tonight when this is coming out on Thursday. K-State, Michigan State, Jerome Tang versus Izzo. Mr. March against the coach of the Spartans. What do you got? I like the idea of – I think my dream scenario is K-State makes it to the championship and then loses. I think that would be the funniest. No, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even want that. I think it would be um, funniest if they made it to the final four – or if they made it to the championship and they lost to Xavier. <laughs> I think that would be the funniest. And, I I mean, we can talk about it when we get on that side, but Sean Miller being the coach of Xavier would be so funny. Yeah. I'm liking Michigan State here. I think they're going on a UNC-type run here. But, God damn, that K-State team is just fucking shifty. K-State is good. If K-State was any – if you peeled off the label of all the K-State branding and slapped on, I don't know, Arizona State – any of these other teams, yeah, I would be all in on them, but it's K State, so I can't be. But they are very good, and Jerome Tang is a very good coach who is going to be a great coach at Kentucky in the next two to five years. <laughs> imagine, uh, imagine all those Lance Leipold jokes, and then they lose their coach first. <laughs> who are you taking here? Uh, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna go with Michigan State. I don't think it's the right choice, but the tournament doesn't believe in right choices. I'm taking Michigan State. It's fair. And if the NCAA is rigged, then they will definitely push Michigan State. Well, yep. if State's a big enough program, they wouldn't mind it. Uh, I'll take. I I'll like take Tennessee K- to beat either of them, though. I, th- I think K State will beat Michigan State. I, I really don't want K State to make a Final Four, though, the more now that I think about it, because they would be insufferable with the amount of merch and stuff they would print. <laughs> as if we wouldn't do the same if we made like the Peach Bowl. As if we, yeah, as if, as if we weren't for the fucking Auto Zone Liberty Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess we can jump across the pond to the bottom right, the West bracket here now. Arkansas, who beat Kansas. Have we given Eric Musselman enough of his medicine yet, or do we need to rake him over the coals a little bit? Uh, Although, if anything, at this point, might be bulletin board material. Yeah, because, yeah, they're they're listening. Musselman is. (laughs) Yeah, he might. He's he's, always at his tailor. He's a big enough loser to be listening to us. (laughs) Versus Uh, UConn. Interesting matchup here, because UConn is such a... Both of these are weird teams. No, no, no. They were both... No, in the sense that they were both very high-ranked at one point. Weren't they both, like, top 10? I don't know if Arkansas was. You kind of thought down. earlier in the year they were both high up, but I don't know. There are two great teams here. This will be the game after the K State game, so that's fun. I'm, uh, I'm like I said, I'm all, I'm all in on Creighton, but the Huskies. I, I'm, I'm on this on this side of the of the bracket. Give me the Huskies all the way to the oh, Final Four. 
I'll certainly be rooting for the Huskies here. Uh, I'll take them as well over Arkansas because it'd be the funniest possible outcome if Musselman lost the next game after. I'm telling you, he's stunt. literally doing the Pat Bev meme. It, he did the Pat Bev meme, but it was an old man, and it wasn't ironic. Not old man, an older man, and I, I made him also sound old. <laughs> a grown man taking his shirt off. Oh, in his defense, he didn't look bad under his shirt. His name's <laughs> Muscleman. Oh no, bro. You know who else jumps on the table of the round of 32? My, my mom. We <laughs> fucking lost the muscle, man. How have I not made this connection yet? High five goes in a, with a clipboard on the sideline. That's, that's over. the ball, dude. That's Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, whoever wins that one will be facing Gonzaga or UCLA. Is this the year Gonzaga maybe does it? No, I think UCLA pulls off the win here. The, the, I, don't, the door. I, don't, I don't think Gonzaga makes their first Final Four this year. The door is open. The back uh, door is open for Drew Timmy to sneak in. And uh, If I have to watch Drew Timmy do that fucking mustache celebration uh, at, in a national championship game again, I'm going to scream. <laughs> I, I think he might. I'm no. worried he might. If I had to put money on it right now, which I'm not going to out of protest, I think I would probably put money on Gonzaga. Nah, I'm rocking with UCLA and, you know, get ready to learn Chinese, buddy, Drew, T- Drew Timmy. <laughs> get ready to learn Fort Wayne Mad Ants language. <laughs> he seems destined for the G League because he seems more than anything destined to pop up on the end of an NBA bench in two years in the playoffs. Yeah, maybe. Go to the top of the bracket here now. Houston quietly... As Cruz, so far, I mean, I guess that's they're they only beat Northern Kentucky by 11, but that yeah, they somehow like low key struggled against Northern Kentucky. <laughs> that one doesn't, I don't remember it ever feeling like there was a real chance though, but there was close at times in the second half. They, I remember, they were close with Auburn at one point, pulled away. They're going up against Miami, who Josh and I clearly did not believe in. We had Drake in this spot, Drake. I mean, Jim Leonag is a great, he's probably the most underrated like old guy coach. That's um, true. In college like basketball. So I don't, I don't, I didn't hate this Miami team. I just loved that Drake team. Yeah. It would have been cool, I think, if Indiana was in this spot, Trace Jackson Davis. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. I didn't. That Indiana team was fraudulent. Houston or Miami? Who you got here? I mean, I gotta Miami. take Drake I gotta take Houston. what to do on the weekend. Houston I gotta take Houston, Houston here. Um, but I I I, I will take uh, the points for Miami. Sure. I don't know. Give me Houston to win, I guess, just because Kelvin Sampson is – it's not a big guy's difference. I was going to say better coach. And then in the bottom part, Xavier versus Texas. Two I interesting – I love it. Two interesting teams here for the same but opposite reasons in that Texas has Rodney Terry is his name, correct? Mm-hmm. There's no way he's not just the head coach now, right? Probably. Oh, I mean, like, they'd be fools if they didn't. So Texas might. <laughs> in which case, congratulations to whoever is in the right place at the right time and can hire him. <laughs> sort of like a Rich Bisaccia situation. Going up against Xavier. Is it Xavier or Xavier? I, I always said ex-Xavier because the X is for extreme. True. I Boy, their, their logo is just kind of Villanova reflected, huh? Oh, yeah, no, but it's... It's just, it should just be a, a photo of DMX. Imagine that at half court. Yeah. It could be their, um, 
Aga. Aga, you say like their sister Jean. I'm like, well, well, no, <laughs> got some bad news for you. <laughs> uh, Xavier was always a school when I was filling out a bracket as a child and having watched zero college basketball games that year. That I was like, dude, this name rules. They're yeah. a three seed, dude. How, who beats a team named Xavier? That's awesome. I couldn't tell you on a map where Xavier is. Um, Ohio. Are they really? Oh, Cincinnati that's a, area, I think. Oh, that's unfortunate. I wish you hadn't told me that. Um, I'm rocking with Texas here, but I think this is a. I think this is like a three point game, um, and then I'm rocking with Texas to beat Houston. Sure. I don't hate it. I think Texas definitely – they might be the hottest team in the country. I mean, they barely beat Penn State, but Penn State was maybe the hottest team in the country. Yeah. Texas is on a roll. They've got big-time playmakers and stuff. But I keep looking at Xavier, and I think – tell me that this would not be the funniest outcome, that Sean Miller, after being ousted for, you know, quote-unquote cheating, uh, if he goes back to a small town school with no national brand recognition and wins a title, well, no told, national brand recognition. Come on. Uh, uh, right now. Tell me right now, looking at this tournament that if in, in terms of money, in terms of like merch sales and how like that, but how I'm saying Xavier, what is a basketball school? Well, I don't disagree with that, but I'm saying in, from the NCAA's perspective of like what the, what will make the most money for them yeah. out of every team left Xavier is in last place. Oh, uh, Maybe FAU, maybe FAU. Maybe FAU. But FAU probably has some – FAU might sneaky have like 90,000 students. You could also say Princeton just for like brand-wise. I don't know. It would be well, there are it would a, lot a lot of, of people, money because it's a fun story. And there's a lot of people that went there and would spend money on stuff. And it Yeah, maybe San Diego State. Yeah. They're a basketball school, but – I guess I don't know how many people – I'd be interested to see what like the – college fandom breakdown of california is because there's one so many transplants but two like if you're a kid and you're born in like i don't know anaheim or whatever southern california neighborhood and like do you grow do you ucla usc cal san diego state you have like several options to choose way western man uh, so yeah i guess I'll, I'll go with as an official pick texas but i would love to see xavier win it all i'd be happy if either of those teams i guess i wouldn't be happy i wouldn't say, be if texas happy won. if texas won i'd be happy for the big 12 that's a lot of money as uh as their parting gift um <laughs> it, will, yeah, it will be fun but no k-state's probably the team i'd want to see when it last yes <laughs> i believe that i believe that is not a controversial statement them or alabama and whatever. If I want the mountain the most chaos, then I want Brandon Miller holding that trophy on <laughs> CBS with one shining moment playing in the background. <laughs> uh, uh coaching carousel, college basketball, a couple names here. A lot of dominoes probably will still fall. Of course, you know, the, the situations like Texas, you don't even know who their coach is gonna be. John Calipari's about to be fired. Well, Please, please credit. First reported. I just got the scoop. I just got the text right here, Josh. You can see it, right? I can see it. I can see it. I'm looking right at it. Is expected to be fired in the next one to 90 days. Anywhere in there, (laughs) uh, please credit me. Rick Pitino has accepted the head coaching position at St. John's. Love it. Which I'd like to tell a funny story. Several years ago, whenever he got, I guess it was whenever he got fired. Me and Nick made a bet on if Rick Pitino would ever coach again. 
Because mm-hmm. I said, oh, he's definitely going to pop up at like he's going to be the K State coach in five years after Bruce Weber or something, which I was a little wrong about. But we made a bet that he would ever never come back. And when he gets hired at Iona, I made him cash out the bet. But he said, no, you said it has to be a power conference program. He argued he ended up paying me. But now that he's at St. John's, the debt is 100% settled <laughs> because he's at a Big East program. He's at a power. It's weird that in basketball, it's power six. Yeah. And in football, I mean, what would it is there even a what even would the sixth conference be in football? There's a model. the Mac, no, the fun belt. <laughs> uh, Rick Patino jumped from Iona to St. John's, which means that Tobin Anderson, the coach at Fairleigh Dickinson, has jumped to Iona, which yep. is funny because I was reading the replies, this was when it was speculation. And someone said, no way, like he is such a family man. And he said he doesn't want to uproot his family. So I curious, I sat there, I went to Google Maps, I typed in fairly dick, 20 minutes away by car <laughs> in New York City, mind you, or New Jersey, same thing, you know, that area. And so he said, so that's nice, at least to know that he didn't have to do that. But what do you think of that? What do you think about him jumping right after? I don't I first, first of all, what do you think about Rick Pitino? Oh, I love it. I think it's a great hire. Good to have him back in the big leagues. Yeah. I mean, it's good to have him just back at like a program that kind of actually matters. Yeah. Not that St. John's is necessarily what it used I, to be. I, I think we need to talk about the biggest Big East shakeup, though. Yes. Uh, Ed, Ed Cooley. Cooley. Left Providence for Georgetown. Bring them back to prominence. I think it's – no, he left Providence. Uh, he's it's very cool. I think that he went to Georgetown. Oh, no, it's Cooley. His name's Ed Cooley. We're even, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Patrick Ewing was a terrible coach there. So, terrible hire. Georgetown hasn't been, I mean, they've been okay at some point. Say Greg Monroe, they haven't been good though in our lifetimes. I don't think in our lifetime, in our that I can remember, they were a two seed. Is that when they had Greg Monroe? No, they didn't do anything with it. Hold on. They didn't yeah, do they had, anything they, about there was it. A big, they, they, they got upset big. Um, My, I think the, the biggest thing that the they were, they were the two me. seed. They were the two seed with Florida Gulf Coast knocked out. Yeah, they got knocked out. Yeah, but that. So they yes. were still a two seed. They were relevant. Yes, they were good, but they haven't. Lifetime. Okay, but they have not probably made it to an Elite Eight in 20 since the towers fell. Oh. True or false? Uh, let's find out. Georgetown has the chance to be a very cool, very awesome, like, I mean, Allen Iverson went there. They had legends. I can't think of other ones. John Thompson is one of the best coaches ever. Patrick Ewing. Yeah, Patrick Ewing, I already (laughs) mentioned him. Patrick Ewing at Georgetown kind of proves that if, and this is is not the first time that this has happened, but if you're a former player, former coach, or if you're a former if you transition from being a player to a coach or formerly coached and had glory or whatever, you should never go back to your old franchise. No. Cause you, you will always ruin. like, I, I can't think of any other Jason kid is now twice been the coach of the Mavericks. So it's worked out for him both times. I help me out here. There's gotta be some other examples. <laughs> I can't um, think of any, but I feel like it never works. Soon to be Juan Howard. Ah, if he keeps punching coaches, Matt Painter. 
I didn't know that he played it. Scott Frost. There you go. Scott, Scott Frost. Frost. That's a good one. Because he was probably, I mean, he wasn't like an all-time great. I mean, maybe he was within Nebraska lore. But like now when people think of Scott Frost, they think, oh, he was, yeah, he's that shitty coach. <laughs> uh, I cannot find the last time that Georgetown made the Elite Eight. Because <laughs> I'm assuming third round is the Sweet 16. Before or after 2001. Oh, I'm looking at 2012 right now. Well, you keep looking at that. I'll touch on one other one here, I think. Oh, up, up. They lost in the final four in 2007, and that was their last one. Really? I'm assuming. Before the stock market crash. But after the towers fell. All right. So that dates it properly. Because then they lost, because then there was a round of 32, NIT, first round. So Kansas has won two God. championships since Georgetown has last been relevant. And Georgetown has had three NIT appearances in that time. Hang the damn banners, Skip. Hang the banners, yeah. Penn there State's a, they coach. were in the tur- they were in the tourney last year though. We have to give them we have to give them that. They were in the tourney at least. That's not they should they should be better. They got killed by Colorado. <laughs> Penn State's coach has left to replace Michael Bray at Notre Dame. That surprised me. It did surprise me as well because I would have thought that Penn State could have paid him whatever Notre Dame is paying. Yeah. They feel like a big enough program, especially Penn State. Someone made this joke before, so I don't want to make it sound like this is my original take here, but I cannot fathom Penn State as a basketball program. No, it's just like, it's just kind of weird, like Alabama being a one seed. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, same thing. I guess. I think that's all the coaching moves here, unless I'm missing any of you. Here's what's happening, Jordan. All the football schools are becoming basketball schools, yeah, and all the basketball say, schools are becoming football schools. Kansas and Alabama. I was going to say, happening? let's talk. Let's talk about. It. You see the Nick Saban thing? Go on. They asked him something, or, or some Alabama player, I think, got arrested or something like that, and Nick Saban said, among other things, well, "There's no such thing as wrong place, wrong time." And that was a horrible impression. It was not. And that sounded closer to a forest gum, but also a, 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 a bullfrog. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess Notre Dame is a good job in the sense that you have great facilities probably. And you have such a, I guess with the boosters and everything there, they probably could pay quite a bit. And yeah. And like, they're technically guys, a big 10 school. So. Notre Dame, when's the last time they were relevant at basketball when they had what's his face? Not Bonzi Wells or not Bonzi Colson. They made like a that was with Bonzi Colson. Was that really that long ago? Or no, they had uh Luke Herringody was on the team at one point. I uh Demetrius Jackson, did he go there or did he go somewhere else? Was that really 2015, 2016? There's no way. There's no way. Either Jerian Grant or Jeremy Grant. I don't remember which one went there. Naming some dudes. You are naming a lot of dudes right now, dare I say. <laughs> well, if that's all on uh, hoops, unless you had anything else here. Uh, I guess we got NBA, but college hoops here. Is that all you got? Uh, I wanted to touch real quick on the women's tournament. Shout out to Angel Reese. Uh, she had a 25, 20, and five block and six block game wow. uh, against Michigan, and that's just that's an that's an insane that's insane. 20, 20 yeah. and six, almost a triple double with blocks. <laughs> um, and yeah. shout out to uh, Haley Van Lith. Yes, for being a baller. 
Shout out to Caitlin Clark. My favorite description I've ever heard of Caitlin Clark is if you're playing Caitlin Clark on Sunday, you got to start guarding her on Saturday. <laughs> Keep that in mind. I've uh, never Stanford, heard that. That's awesome. Stanford, they had a run of 15 straight sweet 16s. That just got snapped because they lost. Um, I forget to who off the top of my head. I keep wanting to say Miami, but Miami beat Indiana because it was funny that Miami beat Indiana in both tournaments. <laughs> That's awesome. In back-to-back days. So um still South Carolina's tournament to lose, though. So <laughs> we'll find yeah. out. But that's all I got on college troops. All right. Well, yeah, shout out to I guess Iowa is who I want to win the title. Clayton Kelly Clark. Sure. Why not? Iowa or Louisville. And they're gonna play each other, it looks like, in the next round if they both win. So that sucks. There you go. I'll take whoever wins there. Just how about anybody but Tennessee or South Carolina or Maryland. I'm looking at it here. I wouldn't mind UConn cool. again. Dare I say I would if... not mind UConn. There are a lot of programs here who I guess I don't know for sure, but it seems like they had, like, I don't know the last time Utah won a national title. Yeah, I don't know. Probably in, like, I don't know. They're really good at gymnastics. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, if that's all for college hoops, Josh, I got some NBA topics for you here. Five okay. of them. Five of them. Okay. I've got a sixth, so we got some coming off the bench, too. All right. The Kings. Let's light the beam. Let's start off by lighting the damn beam. The Kings have clinched their first winning season in 17 years. I love it. This is a pro-beam podcast. I would agree. I mean, I think we all know they're not going to do anything in the playoffs. I don't agree with that. Well, uh, salute to them nonetheless. Uh, Number two here, Lonzo Ball is set to have surgery that will sideline him for entirety of the rest of this season and next season. But there is the hope that this could potentially give him the chance to play again, which at one point was seeming like it was not going to be a possibility. So he will be out for a while, but maybe he'll have like a Sean Livingston kind of renaissance. Kind of off the bench roll, a little slower, but still good. A second act, maybe. In uh, more optimistic injury news, Carl Anthony Towns is back in action, I think, tonight or yesterday night when this is coming out. He's been out since November. He's missed 51 games. I'm a big fan of Cat. I don't know about you. No? He seems like a nice person. <laughs> there. There's a pro Cat podcast. All the dogs are dog right? listening are so yeah. pissed right now. <laughs> we just turn the corner. I'm like, hey, man, that's not me. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. <laughs> And in similar but different news, Jaw is also back. Uh, he's not necessarily back from injury, but he's back in action tonight. Born yeah. again, a new man. Yeah. All it took was he watched like a he seminar. To, yeah, he just needed to sleep it off, I guess. Popped in a DVD of God's Not Dead, and he's like, you know what? Yeah. I'm a changed man. I mean, shit, is it possible he just went on the Aaron Rodgers darkness retreat? He was gone for the same amount of same amount of time, give or take. And then number five here, Josh. Uh, everybody, thank you for listening. This concludes the first half of the episode. The second half will be the one-hour Austin Reeves highlight montage watch-along. <laughs> so go ahead and strap in for that. Go ahead and click play in three, two. He that's, is, some deep, that's some deep state shit right there. Yeah, they said he's the NBA's first industry plant. How are you gonna how are you gonna cut together? an hour-long Austin Reeves mixtape and expect people to not think that something's up. 
You think that like by like minute like 42, it's not even showing Reeves highlights anymore. So they're like, nobody's, nobody's going to get this far. <laughs> we just throw whatever. We can throw Taylor Horton Tucker on there. <laughs> right, that's got to just be every play he's made, right? That's every basket. And they've got like I a mean, little light. Jordan, you're the only one here who's cut together a, a highlight reel tape. That's so true. You, you got to tell me. You, you got to tell me. Is you think it is? Well, I think Austin Reeves probably had a, a couple more highlights than Tyler Self. Not that many, but uh, no, I. It's pro. It's partially because he's. It's just the Caruso again. It's. It's just he's on the Lakers and he's a white guy that we're yeah. for. But it was very fun. It was very. It's. It smelled fishy that that came out and then he dropped thirty five points that it's, night. Yeah, something. Scripted. Something seems a little off here. Scripted. Seems, Fixes maybe in to get Bronny and LeBron to stay in LA with Reeves, form a new trio. Never know. You never get know. Maybe out of town, free up some calorie, uh, some salary cap space, some calorie sap space. Uh, that's all the NBA topics, though. What's your sixth you've got, I guess? Uh, the NBA has demoted Ben Taylor and his assignments. So that's another big, that's another ring and another victory for Fred Van Vliet. And Ben Taylor, you're my third bozo of the week. Boing, boing, boing. <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> Those were just us, folks. Those weren't sound effects. Uh. Hanna Barbera is not producing this episode, folks. Uh, well, the NBA has got another month or two until the season's winding down. Only like so two weeks. Is it really? Yeah. Fuck, never mind. It felt like longer. I was going to say it's the point of the season where like the seeding matters. So it's a lot of the games matter, but at the same time, it's like, we're all just waiting for the playoffs, especially with March madness. I'm like, okay, I want these games to mean something. Yep. And with Zion coming back here soon, hopefully we'll see about that. <laughs> NFL free agency and other moves. I've got Jordan. I've seven... heard that uh, Larry B. Tunsil may have signed a new deal. Do you care to comment on that? I cut that part. <laughs> the people aren't, people aren't going to get that, but I'll leave this little bit in. So t- just to keep them on their toes. <laughs> so that they know that you're lying to them. We've got some other, we've got some, I don't want to say just free agency because there's some other things to talk about here, but I have several NFL things here. First, Laramie Tunsil signed oh. a, he's once again become the most highest paid tackle or offensive lineman in general in the NFL. He did it once before. He's done it again. That's a flex. Yeah. He keeps signing short-ish deals, I guess, which is not a bad idea as long as you can stay healthy. Yeah. Or not get caught with another gas mask. Uh, True. Why would, you ever, why would you ever film yourself doing that? On draft night. <laughs> well, no, it was released on draft night. Oh, uh, that's right. Cowboys released Zeke. I don't know if we got that last week, did we? I don't know, but it's funny enough to mention twice. Yeah, sure. Um, other running back news, Damian Harris has gone to the Bills and Devin Singletary has gone to the Texans. Sure. Just a trade. Sure. In a way. Yeah. Dalton Schultz has also gone to the Texans. Texans are sort of loading up. Yeah, they got I mean, this is this is a make or break year for Dallas, I feel. Well, I said Houston. Dalton Schultz left Dallas. I'm sorry, you're right. But yeah, no, no, yeah. He, you are right, though. That I mean, then hey, the next one I got listed here, Brandon Cooks is a cowboy. That's true. Brandon Cooks the is a well-traveled man. Yeah, he is. Jesus Christ, he is he like a head case or what? Because he's played for so many teams. I, he's uh, literally head case. He got he kept getting concussed in like the early part of his career. 
Um, remember he had that nasty concussion when he was on the Patriots. Oh yeah, I forgot. About um, that. so just kind of stuff like that. But I mean, he's he's good. he's a good downfield speed threat. Just kind of tiny. Well, they also got Stephon Gilmore, so they're making moves. Nicole Hardman has signed with the Jets. Uh oh, dynasty another, over. Another no, another weapon for Rodgers. So that's interesting. They also got rid of uh, Elijah Moore as soon as they signed Nicole. Baker is officially signed with the Bucks. That was rumored. I think we touched on it. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson has signed with the Lions. Yes. And Darius Slay is leaving the Eagles. Wait, he's back on the Eagles, folks. Yeah. Besides that, it has been very funny that the Eagles have been. been. It's been fun to watch the Eagles get slowly dismantled in live time. Adam Thielen did not come to the Chiefs. I let out an audible, fuck! (laughs) <laughs> when I got that notification that he went to the Panthers. Uh, and then two more notes here on the NFL. Dante Hightower has retired. Tip of the cap. And then Cam Newton should retire, but instead said, ain't no 32 quarterbacks better than me, which uh, I could probably name 40. <laughs> He's right. Uh, there's not 32. There's more. If we're going back to 2012, no, I agree with you, Cam. There's not. <laughs> Historically, resumes, the, the resumes, endless, he's correct. He's correct. Hall of Fame resumes, correct. The, the, en, the endless march of time comes for us all, Cameron, and unfortunately, uh, there are 32 motherfuckers out there better than you. It was very funny. I saw a graphic. of It was it's, it was like, Cam, there's not 32 guys better than me. The 32. It was just like a graphic of every starting quarterback, and I went through it. I was like, holy shit, it is every single one of them. I like, did you for, notice in the graphic they made Kyler Murray too short for the, yeah. the photos? <laughs> yeah, and they put Watson as Bill Cosby. Yeah. Uh, which um, you might not have noticed the difference. <laughs> he also – or and Sam Howe, maybe, but you could put Jacoby Brissett for the commanders. He's better than Cam Newton. Yeah. Well, you could I put – I don't disagree with Cam, but at the same time, you're never going to sign Cam Newton to be a backup. No. Never in a million billion years with his injury history, with his such weird and unique style of play, which he can't even throw the ball anymore based on his New England career. Well, his pro day, he had a really good throw. So, I mean, his pro day? He had an Auburn pro day. To... No, I know he did, but um, it's just, I, 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 I mean, I saw... the arm strength is there. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying, I know. I'm, I'm his more... style of play of run, I'm more you know, looking run, at him, run like a linebacker, especially when you got, if you want Cam Newton, you draft, you draft uh, Will Anderson. Will Levis? No. Florida quarterback. Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson. Man, that, Boy, was that is funny because Will Anderson is a linebacker. That's what, yep. That's why I got that's where I got mixed up. Uh, <laughs> I mixed I like three names together and got an actual name. Um, yeah, if you want Cam Newton, you draft Anthony Richardson. Fair enough. I mean, did Anthony Richardson steal any laptops at Florida? Who's to say? Anthony Richardson, maybe? Get him <laughs> on the stand. Probably the worst crime in this draft class going into it. True. <laughs> That's all I've got written down here, Josh. You got some quick hits if you if you want to hear them. Yeah, all right. We might as well. <laughs> oh, let's see. Where to start? Where to start? Um, Jordan, you know how the winner of the Masters, that's coming up here soon. Uh, the, the previous year's winner, they get to make the menu for the dinner for the, like, Pre- I know that. Oh yeah, the pre the previous winner always makes the menu for like the day before dinner. I want you to rate Scotty Scheffler's uh, menu that he had here: cheeseburger sliders served Scotty style, 
there are no notes on what Scotty style means. <laughs> so you got to kind of just trust Scotty. All right, all right, all right. Firecracker shrimp, which has a sweet Thai chili and sriracha mayo. And are those served Scotty style? Unfortunately, no. Only the burgers are served Scotty style. Okay. Which I hope means on like a fucking Zupal plate or something. Uh, tortilla soup with avocado crispy blue tortilla chips, sour cream, cilantro, and lime. Okay, just regular style? Just regular style. Okay. That's Scheffler style, actually. <laughs> um. Texas ribeye steak or blackened redfish, Jordan, with that has come with family style mac and cheese. Okay. Uh, a jalapeno creamed corn, Brussels sprouts, and seasoned fries. And then for Which dessert, way, Western man, family style or Scotty style. <laughs> Inside of you, there are two wolves. <laughs> and then Jordan, for dessert, we have a warm chocolate chip skillet cookie. Uh, with milk and cookies ice cream on top of it. I mean, it sounds like it, it might be good, but like it. The appetizer being cheeseburger sliders served in a mystery fashion. <laughs> what would be the weirdest thing? Like, like when there was the, that tweet going around about serving bagels St. Louis style. Yeah. What, would, what, what would be your uh, dinner menu to impress uh, if you had won the Masters the previous year? On oh, am I competing the next year? Oh, you're yeah, of course. I would spend the year between building up my spice palette. Uh-huh. I would serve the spiciest dish possible. With you would just do the chicken. hot ones line up as the whole menu. Yeah, and then I would be fine, and the rest of my competition would have a tummy ache the next day, and they would play poorly. <laughs> That's what I would do. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Uh, and a real answer, I would. Serve some sort of pasta with a salad and some bread and possibly <laughs> some. Welcome to the Masters, course. everyone. Before you, I have an Olive Garden spread. Oh, so Olive Garden. Do not worry. The soup and salad is endless. Yeah, no, I'm going to go Trump style with the. I'm going to bring in the fast food. I'm going to cater Olive Garden if, with if the gigantic been, fucking salad tongs and everything. Donald Trump should have been indicted for serving fast food to Clemson before. I don't care about any of this fraud stuff. Will I can I can look the other this. way when someone does election campaign finance fraud. I draw the line at serving national champions cold Big Macs. There, you know they were cold. They might have been under warmers. They were not. You know they were not. True. Hey, cold McNuggets hit different. Oh uh, yeah, badly. They hit. They hit like a rock in your stomach. That's what they hit like. Ah. <laughs> uh. I want to give a tip of the cap to Carly Ray Jepsen, the icon queen. Carly, maybe the song of a generation has surpassed 1 billion streams on Spotify. Jordan, um, where were you when Call Me Maybe dropped? We all remember where we were. Probably Kansas. Somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> Undetermined location. I remember that song very well. No, oh, it was a song of a generation. Lives were changed. Uh, it was good. Still good. Yeah. A million people can't be wrong. That certainly is a horrible precedent to set. Especially <laughs> with China knocking on the door of World War III. Um, oh, oopsie. Uh, I was trying to send it to you on a DM, but I, I missed it. Jordan, did you see the new Sabrina Ones? I did. They looked pretty good. They look like Kobe's. I'm very excited. Yeah. I, saw, so. I heard somebody point out that if you think back about a year or so, whenever ago, 
there was all that drama with Kobe and Vanessa Bryant leaving Nike. And it makes sense that these shoes, maybe they, because I mean, in, gen, in general, so many people wear low top basketball sneakers. Yeah. They were like, mm. so, I mean, they're very cool and they're not, nobody's wearing current basketball sneakers casually. So you don't need to look at like, like what they they would at Jordan, you know, nobody's buying a yeah. dame to wear with their skinny jeans at work. No, I agree. So, but no, but, yeah. But this, I think this is the these... first signature shoe for a WNBA athlete, right? Probably. I think so. Unless Stewart get one. I don't know. But uh, no, shout out to Sabrina Ionescu always. Yeah, very cool. I mean, those shoes are like I was going to I was basically saying, like, I don't know if I would wear basketball shoes day to day, but like those are very cool for like on court shoes. Yeah. If I played basketball enough to the point where I want actually want to spend money on shoes, then I would maybe buy those. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Ivan. Prito, a bullpen catcher for Team Cuba. He is now officially the first player to ever defect from their country during the World Baseball Classic. He did yeah, not return cool. home with the team. Yeah. Good for him. I mean, yeah, good for him. He did. He saw the opportunity. He said, I mean, if Cuba's going to pay for me to come out here, I'm staying. I, saw, I remember seeing something that said that he escaped from the team hotel, which I'm sure they was just like being watched, but like, what what is he does he jog a couple blocks away and then just order an uber does he i guess he probably had somebody waiting there to pick him up yeah that must have been a rush that probably yeah absolutely sneaking out of the hotel jumping in somebody's car as a bullpen catcher. imagine just barely making the team as a bullpen catcher too yeah now that sounds like a movie yeah trying to make the olympic team so you can get out of your country and defect (laughs) except it would be some harebrained scheme to be like on the skeet shooting team or like it'd be like almost cool runnings or like they would pick a weird sport or it'd something. be like it'd be like if players from czech republic where they're just some guys right yeah for the world <laughs> baseball classic and then they just like that they, they were trying to do that to get out of there and then they, yeah. they sneak away at the last minute but they choose at the last minute to play it for their country because the game reminds them of what it means to be a patriot and like yeah someone they uh, they couldn't let down their hometown who said they were so proud to, to get to see them. <laughs> All right, a little boy. Um, my L of the week, or uh, let's let's say my fourth bozo, the enti- the NHL fanatics is the new player uniform. Not the they're worst. Not, NFL they're not bozos. I'm being mean. That's not just kind of it's just kind of funny. I thought you were going in a different direction for an NHL uniform-related bozo of the week. I thought you were talking about going to say the guy who chose not to play because they had the pride. Oh, no, that guy's just a fucking there. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the San Jose Sharks, though. What they did during that game was really cool. They said he – I don't know if that guy is even good. It's He's not. He's very bad. He's. It's basically just uh, Enos Cantor <laughs> again. NBA superstar Enos Cantor was Gave up a Hall of from- Fame career. He was blackballed. Freedom. Okay, man. Sure, man. <laughs> He's won. Hey, won the Fox News MVP. It's true. It's all good. Uh, Jordan Twitter on Monday turned 17 years old. We touched on it when we thought it was being shut down. But what is your? If you now that you have uh, had time to think about, it, what's your favorite tweet of all time? Yeah, I don't know. I would have to go back to those ones that we were saying the other day. I'll go with uh, "Need So Hungry, Need to Find My Wife and Head to P.F. Chang's by the San Diego Chargers. It's pretty good. I like the the Ray Allen. Yeah, say uh, it. Which one? Uh, 
I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not familiar. Could you jog my memory a bit here? You can Google it. <laughs> um, okay. It's about Ray Allen getting directions to somewhere he's never been before. Google Ray Allen getting there to learn more. <laughs> uh, Mitchell Trubisky, I love to kiss titties has to be up there. Yeah. yeah. Osama, or... tall as hell. He should have hooped instead of trying to kill people from Terry Rozier. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Oh, the Michael Phelps. Uh um who tweeted at michael phelps asked him if he could swim out of the ocean um because he was talking with his roommate but it was a cellmate oh young thug young thug uh, the young thug uh tweet <laughs> michael phelps has to be up there yeah uh same with the dude that was like me to the cashier at the grocery store did you hear the news robin williams died killed himself thought he would cry <laughs> it was at a restaurant i think he said oh yeah, yeah okay <laughs> It's just, yeah. Uh. Let's hope Elon doesn't ruin it. Let's hope we can get another year in there, it's maybe. It's already been ruined. Like, let's be fair. Um, but no. And Jordan, big news. Okay. Sit down. Sitting. Stand up. All right, now sit back down. Okay. What was the greatest sport to ever exist? Pickleball. That's still around, Jordan. Uh, oh, <laughs> defunct sports? Let's go yes. with um, – I know what you're actually going to segue into here. So, instead, I will go with Kaponk. Remember Kaponk? You remember Kaponk? <laughs> no. It was that like – it was that like – it was basically just throwing a ping-pong ball into a cup. But, like, they made it into, like, a thing with, like, trick shots and it lit up and powered up. <laughs> the dude you're perfect, talking about the dude slam ball. You're sports. talking about slam ball. I'm talking about slam ball. Basketball. He's talking pop-tarts trampolines after 20 years slam ball is officially returning in july with a six-week regular season and a one-week playoff in vegas concussions are my who's back of the summer it is so good slam ball slam ball and like battle bots that was prime tv back in the day do we have any rosters draymond green could be a star in this league yeah (laughs) this is what dylan brooks was built for yeah dylan brooks would be the mvp of the slam ball league (laughs) but also i can see dylan brooks being like paper soft and just getting launched whenever trying to dunk on someone <laughs> man look at these old highlights these are just some average joes <laughs> oh yeah i think that was this like was, a, that was a lot of the appeals that they at least made them seem like guys who actually had things to lose by getting hurt that's what i'm saying like probably paying like getting paid like what like 200 they bucks should- a game they should hype them up like wwe wrestlers almost like this yes. guy well this is Keith the mailman. It He's should, got be, it three should kids be a Harlem Globetrotter style event where it's scripted. It should be a mix of Harlem Globetrotters and WWE. I like it. That'd be I'm a great sport. In. I'm all in. <laughs> that's all the that's all the quick hits I got. Jordan, you want to waste my time with a goddamn riddle now? I do, but before that, the worst thing I saw this week. This okay. is gonna be funny, maybe. Uh this is something that I just got really outraged over for no good reason at like uh, now that I work a nine to five schedule, I and I get up what early every day. Now that I get up every day early in the mornings, I find myself a lot of times sitting there looking at Twitter or something and getting really upset. You clock at, in like, at nine a.m. You saying that's working early? You got soft hands, brother. No, I, no, I'm talking about waking up at like six thirty at home and like I roll. I'm looking at my phone first thing in the morning and I find myself getting mad about something on Twitter and I'm like, it is so early, but. I was there was a news story that came out last week and I'm glad we didn't bring it up, I guess. 
that apparently a couple months ago, at like the beginning of the season, the Clippers were flying to Denver, Portland, something, and their plane was struck by lightning. And they had experience. And it didn't in- make them all instantly really go- much better no. at basketball. No. And they, uh, I guess the plane like experienced crazy turbulence and like dropped in the air. And, like it was very shaky. And this has happened a couple times with teams and stuff where like the players were thought that they were like crashing. And it was like a very scary moment for all of them. And they didn't talk about it until like a couple weeks later when like they, I don't know, for whatever reason. And like they, this way they, they were, the news story came out the other day before some game and I was reading those tweets and in the replies, someone said, why were they covering this up until now? What are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, the, Every, the, the and I my, machine. Biden, Biden has money on the Lakers. He had to take out the Clippers. <laughs> my bigger point is I find myself so often, like I'll, I'll be reading the replies to the replies to the replies to a yep. tweet. And I should, and I just shouldn't do that, I guess. But it'll be like CNN posts something that I click on and then somebody says something and then I tap their replies and I'm four down. And I see people just making the stupidest arguments and the most illogical points I've ever heard. Yes. And it, to the point where I'm wondering, is it all just bots like from is it all just Russian bots specifically trying to say the, the not necessarily the most inflammatory things? I'm not talking about people being mean on social media. I'm talking about. People be, we have a stupidity epidemic right now. We don't have, you know, you can talk about all the bad things the internet has done to the world, which there are several. But so, the biggest thing is that it's given bad in the world. Yes. I'll it's agree. given stupid people a megaphone and it drives me up the wall. And that's the worst thing I saw this week was that the NBA and the Clippers were covering up the fact that their airplane got struck by lightning. But, but I don't get where does any, what is it? What? Can you even begin to explain to me what they could possibly be covering that up for? Is a I got nothing. Flat Earth is where do you think this guy was going? You think he was going like uh, weather is controlled by the government? It has to be. I've got I've got a kind of similar vein. The local news Facebook page is the depths of hell. Um, when we're trying to read people's opinions, there was a story about how a woman got caught stealing sunglasses parts from uh, sunglass manufacturer Maui Jim and she got arrested for it because they were stealing parts assembling them and then selling them to people who would sell it on eBay they got caught first comment you see on a story like that DOJ gets this with 50 years of crime of that guy in the White House and they do nothing what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> What do you mean? It's the same. It's the same one guy sitting there filing all the paperwork on who to prosecute. We are going to see a, a nuclear wall of the worst takes if Trump ever does get arrested. <laughs> it's yeah. I love. I, I, yeah, I love people be like, "Oh, you must be mad." Thought he was getting arrested. I'm like, I only thought he was getting arrested because he said he was yeah. getting arrested. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> plan on. I didn't plan on that being part of my Tuesday itinerary, but he said it would be. It might be the most ridiculous thing of all time to say I'm going to be arrested on Tuesday. It's like as I was like, I don't think they would tell him that, but maybe they did. I don't know. <laughs> well, like I've looked into it and like they say he's probably just going to turn himself in because Which he is, doesn't want to do like a, he doesn't want to get dragged out of his house or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. 
I mean, shit, we shouldn't, I guess we shouldn't talk about it that much because it might be outdated by the time people are arrested. He's going to get arrested tonight. <laughs> it's going to be a classic, oh, dude, we should have recorded tomorrow. But it's going <laughs> to be about this. You ready for a riddle, Josh? Oh, I suppose. All right. <clears throat> Imagine a boy named Michael. I, I look, let, me, let me picture it. Okay. Okay, I got, I, I'm there. He's 10 years old. Okay. In 1990. Uh huh. Five years old in 1995. That's how that would work. Yes. No, I'm going to say this again. He is 10 years old in 1990, but five years old in 1995. How can this be? A boy named Michael is 10 years old in 1990, but he's five years old in 1995. How can this be? Benjamin Button's disease. No. Damn it. Um, but he's five years old in 1995, even though he was 10 in 1990. Mm-hmm. He's bad at math. No, 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 that's not it. This is gonna, uh, oh, oh, get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we will now accept that as an answer for everybody. <laughs> uh, I got go. <laughs> you don't know? No, no, I never know because the answer is always stupid. <laughs> well, Josh, it's because he was born in BC times. He was 10 years in 1990. That's not how that works. He, yes, it is. He was 10 years old in 1990 BC. And then five years later in 1990, or excuse me, I said the backwards. 1995 BC, he's five. Five years later, 1990, he's 10. Hold on. I'm looking at the timeline of prehistory. Okay. Are you going to say that Michael is not a common name? Because <laughs> I'm going to get there. Because I was uh, considering Google saying, like, get there as a reminder, folks. I was considering saying, like, Adam as the name, but then I thought that might be too on the nose that it's old. I'm just making sure there were humans back then. <laughs> In 1990 BC. I mean, the Earth is making sure they're celebrating birthdays at that time too. Were they? Think... They were not using our number scale at that time, Jordan. No, but they could count on their hands to ten. Uh, I don't think they could have. How many fingers did they still have? Ten, or was this more of an AI you situation where they had nineteen? You don't know how evolution worked, do you? So we got in thirteen thousands the earliest days of the domestication of the pig. So that's twelve thousand years before what I was talking about. Mm. 11,000. Hold on, let's see. 19. I think I get the I get the win this week. Hold on. So the uh so 260 BC, all right, 1450 BC. We're almost there. We're almost there. Google Ray Allen getting there. Once a reminder, folks. Let's say uh, the closest thing this has is 1800 BC. Outside Currently I'm... undeciphered. No. A no in script. We don't know. Nope. I don't know what they were talking about. Logic and whimsy once again. They could have they could have absolutely been talking like, hey guys, here's how we count. Uh, that we still go in order. You don't, Jordan, you don't. A leap year, a person born on a leap year, they're not five years old 50 years from now because they only have so many birthdays. Time marches on. The year it is does not dictate how old I am if it counts backwards. They are still 15 years old. In 1995 BC, Michael was five. 
Five years later, he's five years older. He's 10, and now it's 1990 BC. What did you just say? I said it in a weird way, but I said the same he thing. He would still move forward. Yes, he's he, getting five years older, and it's getting five years. You aged him backwards. No, I didn't. You said he was 10, and then he was five, five years later. That's the way the riddle is structured. Yes, that doesn't change anything. The way I, I, if I flip those words around, that doesn't change anything. If Jordan, if he was 10 and five years passed, he is still 15. I do not care that the number of the year goes down. We're just going to have to correct. We're, we're just going to have to wait for someone who's listening to this to give us an outside opinion. Uh, who do you want? A, a caveman? No. You want Dr. Unga Bunga to call in and tell you how old he was? Someone else who can listen to this Fred with a fresh pair of ears. To call no. In? no, no, it's done. It's done. It's a tie. This one's this fine. This one's a draw. This one's a draw. Oh. And we'll settle it tiebreaker with a game of SBC. Brother, I'm undefeated. No, you are not. We haven't done SDC in a while because you kept getting embarrassed, you said. Cried. Jordan called me crying, dear listener. All right, we got Zach Randolph. Okay. Bobby Wagner. Okay. And Corey Kluber. Okay. Three very different men. Yeah. And they, if the website would refresh, please. Uh-oh. They are competing in log rolling. Okay, I will be starting Corey Kluber. He looks like he knows how to log roll. My secondary pick will be Billy Wagner, and my third pick will be Zebo. Or my, I will bench Wagner, and I will cut Zebo. Zebo doesn't feel like he could. I don't think he could roll a log. Do you think Zebo's ever worn a flannel shirt in his life? If there's anything I know about Zach Randolph, he knows how to he knows how to roll things. That's that's true. That's true. Uh, it's a sleeper pick for me right there. Yeah. <laughs> you starting Zebo? No, I'm benching Zebo. I'm cutting Bobby Wagner. I will agree with starting Corey Kluber because he looks like a man that just picked up log rolling over the pandemic or something stupid. Yeah. And since he's clue bot, he got unnecessarily good at it <laughs> on accident. He yeah. was trying to, he was trying to cross a river one day and simply started running. Whoa! Along. <laughs> he's like, Hey, I'm actually pretty good at this. <laughs> Any other thoughts, Josh here? Uh, I'd like to wish a happy birthday to my sister, Tessa on Monday on this past okay. Monday. Um, and a happy birthday tonight to my girlfriend. So, okay, tonight, tonight, or tomorrow, tonight, like 22nd. Well, fair enough. Uh, I don't have any birthday shout outs for this week. I'm gonna so make not gonna shout out my sister or girlfriend, it's kind of rude. I would like to shout out both of them in addition <laughs> to also William Shatner and Reese Witherspoon, um, Chumley from Pawn Stars. <laughs> okay. Not JJ Watt. You no. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Oh, uh, oh no. no. Uh, rest, no. In peace, uh, rest in peace, Lance Reddick. Reddick. 
Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, go see John Wick in theaters Friday. True. Fuck. He's in Lost. That's what I know him from. Which is he was only in a few episodes, but he was great in Lost. He mysterious... was the only good thing in the Netflix Resident Evil series. There you go. R.I.P. Thank you all for listening to the seventieth episode of the Long Relief Podcast. I'm Jordan Wolf. That's Josh Ashman. Go Princeton, I guess. Go. Go Tigers. Go. Yeah. Thank you. We love you. We'll see you next week for the baseball preview.